Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey folks, it's your buddy Adam here. Before we get into this week's podcast, I want to remind everyone to do me a huge favor and go out to iTunes and rate us five stars and you can leave a comment review as well. This is really going to help out the podcast. It's going to help us fly up those podcast rankings. And so I really, really appreciate that. And so uh, other than that, sit back, enjoy this week's show. Well, we're waiting. All right, folks, welcome to another episode of the Golf Unfiltered Podcast. I'm your host, as always, Adam Fonseca, Editor-in-Chief over at GolfUnfiltered.com. You can send me an email, Adam, at GolfUnfiltered. Com, and you can follow me on Twitter, at Golf Unfiltered. Today, we have not one, but two guests, uh, one of whom you'll recognize from past shows, and that is Mr. Chris Cheney. Chris, how are you? Good, Adam. How are you? Doing really well. And we are also joined by Mr. Dan Beer, uh, someone who you might know from the Twitters as at Two Inches Short. Dan, how are you today? I'm wonderful, Adam. Thank you very much. Perfect. And so you listeners might be asking, why do I have these two jokers on my web on my podcast at the same time? Well, uh, before we get into a little bit of what we've been, you know, spending our time uh, on, gentlemen, uh, essentially, we are all members of Swingcast, a new Twitch channel uh, that is, for those who don't know, a social media outlet for video gaming and broadcasting. And making fun of Dan on a, uh, a normal basis, isn't that right? It's not right. Yeah. So, uh, Dan, uh, not to pick on you first, but you know, give our listeners a little bit of uh, background on basically who you are, where you're from, and uh, how you got invo- involved in this whole golf media thing. In this whole mess, sure, my my pleasure. Um, I uh, worked in advertising for about um, eight years. Uh, do media buying, all that fun stuff. Um, I developed a hobby that turned out to be a Twitter account um, because I, I really do love golf and I'm very passionate about it. Um, <clears throat> living in New York City, it, uh, it's kind of tough to uh, you know play. Um, so I figured, why not take my take my talents to just watching TV and uh, trying my hand at being witty and fairly and I guess not even that funny. Um, so. I, uh, so I developed a Twitter, uh, following and, um, you find people, if you're listening, if you don't follow me, please do. I won't be disappointed, but for those of you who do, I appreciate all your support. Basically got me to a point where, um, I, I didn't love what I was doing anymore. Uh, got rid of that. And, uh, fortunately my, my good friend, Chris Cheney reached, uh, reached out to me about some, uh, about a, an, avail, an opportunity, let's just say, and um, and now I am a full-time uh, golf writer and uh, and blogger and whatever, what have you. So um, I, I I obviously love Tiger Woods um, hitting drivers off the deck, 
<laughs> and and uh, and I do have a decent twir- uh, club twirl. Oh, that's perfect. Uh, Chris, does all that check out? I think Dan just read his Twitter bio, but yeah, most of it <laughs> most of it checks out. Perfect. Uh, and listen, you obviously know who Chris Cheney is. He's been on the show for a couple times at Wrong Fairways, where you can find him on Twitter. Chris, how are things going on in uh, the Cheney compound? Things are good. Just getting ready for the holidays and whatnot. Nothing, nothing too special. Too cold to golf, but yeah. That's about it. Nothing new here, Adam. Yeah, same here. It is, it is absolutely freezing. Now, Dan, you're in uh, the New York area, is that right? Yes. Yes. Uh, I live uh, upper upper west side of Manhattan next to Central Park. Nice. So you get all the good yeah. uh, things and happenings outside of your window, I'm sure. You can probably tell us some stories in regard to some of the stuff you hear on a nightly basis. Oh, you should have heard a lecture night outside of my window. People were weeping. But besides that, um, yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty intense. Nice. And so, if I remember <laughs> right, Dan, you uh, would you say that Bethpage, that whole uh, course <laughs> conglomerate, is your uh, home course? I'd say, yeah. Chris, Chris could probably speak on behalf of me when it comes to that because I talk zero up all the time about it. But, um, but yes, Bethpage Black would be my. I, I would like to say my home course, even though it's public, um, uh, but that doesn't stop me from being able to get over there whenever I could. And uh, I, I grew up basically at, you know, five minutes away from Bethpage. So all five courses there, obviously the black course is, is incredible. I actually caddied on it and uh, I can tell you whatever you want to know about it, Adam. Nice. Do you, does Phil come out there as often as I would like to think that he does, or is that just every once um, in a while? Oh, I, I'm just... He hasn't contacted me yet, um, but hopefully, hopefully, uh, hopefully, yeah, I mean, he's obviously been in the area. I mean, when he was there for the 2002 U.S. Open, I mean, it was basically, I mean, he was riding that wave. He goes, it, just wait for 2024 when he's playing captain. It's going to be incredible. Right, right. up. Nice. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that as well. So, uh, you know, uh, Dan had mentioned that, uh, Chris, you had reached out to him about an opportunity. And I know that you and I have spoken kind of around because we weren't really able to say anything at the time, Chris. But uh, you both now are writers for uh, Swing by Swing. And Chris, why don't you kind of let our listeners know a little bit about what Swing by Swing is and what your role is there. And then, Dan, we'll we'll jump to you uh, here in a second. Yeah, so basically, um, Swing by Swing, Dan and I cover uh, in the in the golf.swingbyswing.com, which is the affiliate site for one of the most popular GPS um, apps you can get um, on your mobile device. Swing by Swing has um, a huge user base, um, and they have also a uh, affiliate website, like I said, that Dan and I work on and run and put out a daily newsletter out of. Um, that's kind of our, our headquarters there. So um, I know, Adam, you've written a little bit for us in the past. Um, Dan, obviously came on um, end of the skull end of this golf season uh, right around August maybe something like that correct me if I'm wrong Dan but um, so yeah so we've kind of just kind of hit the ground running with that got some a couple things in the works and like you uh, kind of took off the top there Adam we we launched swingcast here about a month ago now um, got some pretty cool uh, golf people working uh, on the talent side yourself included Dan and myself filling when needed and uh, yeah so things things progressing just trying to kind of take a little bit um, less mainstream, less kind of uh, reverent look at the golf world, just kind of the same way that you would expect to see from any three of us on Twitter or anything else. So basically, it's just kind of a, yeah, I mean, it's a fun way to 
look at golf, watch golf, cover golf. It, it has been, and I've enjoyed doing it. And Dan, you know, it's it's uh, Chris had mentioned you started around August. Well, how is your experience? Uh, you know, playing the game, loving the game, living next to such a famous golf course such as Bethpage really kind of helped you with the type of writing that you do because you kind of hit to all different types of fields, if I remember right, some of the things that I've read uh, on Swing by Swing. I mean, you cover the game, but you also kind of add some fun elements to it. So uh, talk a little bit about how your perspective helps you with your writing. Yeah, well, I appreciate that. Um, yeah, it's um, it's been a been a bit of a journey getting into the journalistic world, if you will, because I, you know, grinded grinded my uh, my game on, on 140 characters. But um, but yeah, I, you know, you kind of just figure out what um, what strikes a chord with your audience. I mean, and um, you know, and what we've found for me personally. I like to look at the lighter side of the game, like you said, um, you know, whether it be a National Enquirer type type story, um, which uh, which is it's always fun looking at, at Google News, trying to scour, scour what happened at some local golf course with some sort of shattered graphite shaft that's sticking out of someone's neck or something. Or um, we also also enjoy, uh, you know, just kind of. Little John Daly this past weekend, just kind of just 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 being being the man, you know, with the, with his dad, and just kind of bringing some sort of lighter side to a very serious stuffy game is kind of my mo. Yeah, and I would say that that's the type of writing that a lot of people kind of flock to these days. I mean, uh, Chris, you and I have talked a lot about this about how like the long form uh, elements of golf writing are kind of. Uh, there are guys that are really good at that, and I'm sure that any of the three of us could be relatively okay at it. But I mean, there's certainly guys that just that they've made their careers on the long form writing, and certainly the the quick hit uh, blog type version of writing that the three of us now do, uh, Chris, I, I would say is probably the most popular. Wouldn't you agree? Yeah, for sure. I think kind of just with the nature of kind of media today. I know this isn't kind of a media symposium or whatever, but uh, just the, the necessary funding and whatnot that goes into kind of the guys like Alan Shipnuck and um, the Jaime Diaz's of the world aren't really readily available to many people, especially in the golf space. So, um, like you said, I'm sure we could kind of swing it and maybe make something work, um, but it's not a, a realistic um, opportunity for us at this point. So we got to kind of take what's available to us, which is basically uh, putting a fun spin, a, bringing some levity to the game, trying to do just uh, – what 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 entertains us yeah. usually entertains most people kind of in, in the bar stool um, sense of golf coverage. Yeah. Chris, if I if I if I if I may, sorry, sorry, Adam, of course, Dan, always. in because I'm told me I'm allowed to. It's basically bringing personality and our own personality to to a game that's you know it, it's kind of you know if you say something wrong, maybe you won't get a you know a an Augusta national membership, you know, like something that is, I mean, obviously we all want one, but, um, but like something that allows, you know, that doesn't kind of, kind of conform to the norm. And, and that's what I feel like, you know, Chris and I, and Adam, you do too. I mean, me and you have go way back when I first started as well. I mean, you know, and now we're, you know, talking and we're involved in the golf world. And, and that's what I feel like people want today as opposed to, you know, like like Chris mentioned, I mean, there's some great writers out there, but who's got time for all that write, reading? You know, <laughs> not me. I tells you, I I, I hate <laughs> the reading. Um, so, 
you know, one of the things that I like a lot about kind of the, the dynamic that I feel certainly that you, uh, uh, Chris and Dan have, and you know, I always try to kind of butt my way in every so often when I can, but the <laughs> dynamic that you guys have really established, which we see a lot on Swingcast, and we'll kind of talk a little bit about that here in a second, is the fact that you guys do kind of feed off each other really well. Um, do you guys, I mean, I don't know. I, I guess one of the, the silly questions I could ask is, do you guys practice like some of the things that you guys talk about? And the reason I mean by that is because when you guys are on a broadcast at the same time, it just seems like you guys have been doing this for years. I mean, it's, it really is a good dynamic. Um, I'll, I'll tackle that first. Uh, no, literally. <laughs> um, like the first time I called Dan, obviously, as you can tell, Dan, Dan has, has the gift of gab a little bit. Um, so, I mean, the first time I, he called and asked me some questions about the job that we were talking about, it literally, I was expecting like a, a five minute conversation. We sat on the phone for an hour and I'm not necessarily kind of the little chatted out kind of guy. Um, Dan is the complete opposite. So I guess that, that little dynamic of me being more of a introverted kind of witty online on in writing um, kind of, I guess, plays well against stance. Just let's talk this all out completely every way through it. Um, so I got, I mean, yeah. So do we practice? No. Have we gotten used to talking to each other? Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> I, I like to like to say I'm sort of like the, the, the you know, it's kind of like a yin and yang kind of, kind of thing where, you know, we, we, you know, I take care of Chris's flaws and he takes care of mine. Oh, that's so nice of you to say. <laughs> uh, so, you know, let's just kind of jump right into it. I mean, Swingcast, for those who don't know, and I kind of said off the top here, I mean, it's it's a channel on Twitch that is a social media platform for video games. And we're the first ever uh, video game channel that focuses primarily on talking about golf and playing well, what we've been we started off with was Rory McIlroy PGA Tour, and now that's kind of branched out with more talent coming onto the roster with different golf games. Um, and Dan, I'll kind of go back to you on this. What has been your experience so far, just kind of trying this out? Um, obviously, we've grown to quite a few followers at this point, and we get we get a lot of uh, chatting now going on. Even you know. Losers like myself get a few <laughs> the people in the chat room these days. What has been your experience so far working with the Swingcast? Oh, it definitely um, has come a long, a long way from when we first started. Um, you know, for, for, for me, it's an opportunity. Like, I always thought it would be amazing to be able to play video games and just talk about them. And, and that, that's, like, what we're doing and, and, and you know, like-minded golf people. So, so for me to, to get all, you know, to get all, I'm pretty golf nerdy. So when you bring all those golf nerds into one, uh, into one venue where, you know, everybody that I know, you know, that enjoys the game likes to play golf, but there's so many other people out there that don't play golf that play video games. So it gives them an opportunity to connect. And, uh, for me, it's just seeing what else is out seeing who else is out there who shares the same interest as me, just kind of like how Twitter kind of got me into this whole, into this whole kind of industry so so for me it's just been a, a very positive experience and a, and i mean with the the popularity of e-gaming and and the ideas that we kind of have on the back burner we feel like it's a it's a it's a great place to to be and we're, we're really excited about it and you know i i agree that even in the uh the limited amount of time that i've broadcasted with the with the channel which i guess now i shouldn't say limited we've been doing this for a couple months now um 
Chris, uh, some of the, the new faces that we have on the channel, because let's face it, if it was just left up to the three of us, it would never go anywhere. We've got we've got uh, some other talent on the channel. I feel like we're good, good looking enough, Adam. That's what I feel like. Though. I've always said I've got a face for radio, but I don't know about you guys. Um, so, Chris, you know, some of the other talent that we have on the roster, um, social media stars, we've even got an actress, we've got others. Uh how do you feel that it's been received so far? Meaning the, the traffic that we've been receiving, some of the feedback that you guys kind of talk about back at home base. Has it, has it been a success up to this point in your opinion? Yeah, absolutely. I think uh, you kind of mentioned a little bit of the talent we have. We kind of got a little bit of everything, um, a little bit of everything for everyone. We have, like you mentioned, Rebecca Grant, who's an actress out in LA. We have Karen Hart, who's a former uh, division one athlete out in Denver. Um, we got, Josh Kelly and Rusty, uh, Coach Rusty Ryan Rustin, who is who are two trick shot, two of the like the biggest trick shot guys on the internet. Um, Hole in one trick shots and Coach Rusty. I'm sure you've seen them pop up not only on our site but Golf Digest, Golf.com. They're all yeah, they're all over the place. Um, we got Orlando down in Miami. He's just he's an Instagram stud. He's all over the place. He's just he's a blast to watch. He's a he's a golfer. And that's kind of like the, the lifeline through all of this. So these people who are from different backgrounds have different interests, uh, but all of us kind of can come together at the dinner table of golf, for a lack of a terrible analogy. Um, <laughs> that's pretty good. Yeah, and then I mean, and then Friday night we kind of we we picked up a couple guys who were kind of twitch studs, star studs, studs. A Rod and Munch, um, who will play, he'll broadcast for like days on end if they have the opportunity. So we get them to play a little bit of golf uh, for us on their, on their fun day Fridays. And um, yeah, like I said, it's just, it's a, it's a little bit of something for everyone. Um, me, you and Dan probably have kind of the golf nerd market cornered there a little bit in terms of uh, the Twitch audience. But um, Rebecca is all over the map, which is what brings people in from all over the map. Karin's pretty, pretty straight down the middle with with her she's a golf novice who loves the game got bit by the bug and josh and rusty their their resumes speak for themselves same with orlando a rod and munch so yeah a little bit of everything and hopefully it, it brings different it shows people um out in the gamers world that golf isn't just like this basically the the typical stereotype that we think of golf is upper class white snobby dickhead like your dad's boss's friends. So right. hopefully, hopefully we can break down some barriers, you know, bring, bring some people, some entertainment and uh, have some fun doing it. Yeah, I totally agree. And, and I'm usually drunk when I do my broadcast. So that's, that's, I don't know if that's an HR issue or what I actually, I think it's highly encouraged for me. And even if it wasn't, I mean, I'm going to do it anyway, but that's basically well, yeah. the way that I roll. Well, you're the unicorn <laughs> virtual stallion or whatever you call yourself. <laughs> oh, right. Yeah. That, Folks, let's not let's not uh, throw out too many teasers with the what, what might be happening in the future. But yeah, Chris is right. I am the uh, the virtual uh, unicorn. I'll go with uh, today, and then maybe tomorrow will be something different. Um, so anyway, yeah, you know, Dan, uh, one of the things that I like about that we're doing now on the channel is uh, we like to give stuff away every so often to some of the viewers. Um, why don't you tell our our listeners to this show at least a little bit about the contest that we're now doing daily? Uh, across all people who broadcast. Sure, sure, sure. So uh, so we currently have a uh, contest that we have going on, which is sort of kind of like a lottery ticket um, kind of thing, where if you're tuning in uh, during a broadcast 
Um, as long as the town is playing a, a regular, you know, normal golf course, not like a par three course or anything, a hole in one could legitimately win uh, someone in the chat room up to three hundred dollars. Um, and as well as we have another one for an albatross. And it's just a, it's just a way to be involved. Like if, if you're if you're sitting there and you got you know you you're interested, you know, go over and you might win. Uh, win some win some cash prizes. It's it's a wonderful opportunity, and it's more it's going to be more fun, obviously, as as we get into it a little bit more with uh, you know with talent prizes and all that other fun stuff. So um, I think it's a start, and it's it's definitely a, a place to go um, to make sure that you're you know you you give yourself a chance to win. It's why why wouldn't you? Who do you want free money? I do. Yeah, free money is always the best. Way. <laughs> Uh, and you know what I found is interesting about um, some of the feedback I've received from some of the broadcasts that I've done is that I, for whatever reason I get some of the same frequent flyers that come into the chat room and I, I apparently am very big among uh, poker playing uh, Irish men like I have no <laughs> idea why that why that happens there's one chatter that comes in and, I, and you guys know who I'm talking about that he, he comes in GPGU yes sir he comes in he comes in he's from Ireland he plays in poker apparently and he just kind of has us on in the background while he's playing no limit hold'em it's just crazy how it's almost a like you don't even have to really like video games to listen to us because we don't necessarily only talk about the game we talk about other stuff at least the three of us do um related to golf so it's almost kind of like a mini radio show or radio show or a podcast that you can kind of have on in the background and maybe even have a chance to win some cash like like dan just mentioned so uh certainly check out swingcasts go to twitch.tv slash swingcast and you can find all all of our our fun stuff and all the many videos that we've recorded so far so would really <laughs> appreciate you doing that so guys, uh, let's kind of leave work on the table a little bit now, and let's talk about some fun stuff. I wanted to get both of you guys on to talk a little bit about our year-end awards, the Golf Unfiltered Year-End Awards, uh, for things of all types of golf nature stuff. That's the official title. Is this, Go ahead. Is this award show? Is this award just kind of you're just making up on the spot, or has this been like a yearly thing for? Oh, no, I'm totally making this up right now. I've <laughs> done this before, and uh, we're going to just kind of go with it. So uh, I'm gonna st- here's what I'm going to do. Here are the rules. There are really no rules per se, but the way that I'm going to structure this is I have a few categories that I'm going to ask for your opinions on. Uh, I'm going to go to both of you, but I'm going to kind of call out a name first and let me know what your answer would be to these questions. And then uh, hopefully we uh, have some good, healthy debate. <laughs> in the middle of this so uh i'm gonna kind of throw some curveball questions at you we all know who the player of the year was and that was of course when tiger you... oh boy. tiger was it and now it just started now it started <laughs> all right so we're off and running um so dustin johnson winning the official player of the year but who would you guys say and chris i'll go to you first who would you say was the most improved player this year um besides dan i got the chance to see dan play i was uh, I mean, improved. The the guy that really sticks out to me this year was Stenson, and I know it's not much of an improvement over what he's done. Obviously, that that what was it, 2013 when he won the FedEx Cup and went nuts. Yep. But just to see him kind of break through, um, especially at the Open, just that final round. That that's the that's kind of the lasting memory I have of of this year's kind of stroke play. Obviously, we have a Ryder Cup too that we'll I'm sure we'll get something Ryder Cup related at some point. But Stenson breaking through was was big. Um, Seeing guys like if we're going to go most improved, I saw this stat today. This is perfect. 
Um, Rafa Cabrera Bello went from 130th in the world to to a top 30 player in the world. And he was a stud all year. Um, he popped up a couple times, obviously being a Spaniard, not so much over here. Uh, but we did see him at the at the um, match play earlier in the season. He he made a little run there. Um, obviously played well in the Ryder Cup with Sergio. So if we're gonna go if we're gonna go kind of um, realistic, most improved, I'll go with Rafa. Nice. Rafa is a great pick. Super huge biceps, too, which I know Dan likes. Uh, Dan, yeah. what what, uh, what would be your uh, most improved player? Uh, my most improved player... I, I want to say... I don't, I don't really... I don't have... Like, um, I don't <laughs> think my, my most... <laughs> My most improved player has to be. <sighs> this is this is riveting, Dan. <laughs> this is, he's I, warming I, up for a hot take right now. I I'm just I'm just warming up. This is this is this is this is rapid fire. I, I would say um, I don't know. I, I, I was just impressed with Emiliano Grillo, to be honest. Um, you know, he won Rookie of the Year, and I guess that's not improving. But I would say that just to see where he came from the beginning of the year, winning at the uh, Shriners, and he was probably part of all of that group. That um, he was in the same year as a bunch of bunch of guys who were winning on tour. Um, so I wouldn't say he's necessarily improved, but he was he was the most impressive that I saw off the bat. Fair enough. So the the winner for most improved was someone who didn't improve at all, but at least impressed Dan uh, to, to a certain extent. I like it. It's a it's a good Did you see his year? It's amazing. It's really good. It's a good spin. It's a good spin on a bad category. So I like what you went with. Uh, Dan, we'll we'll kick off here. Uh, the next one with you. Uh, who was the biggest disappointment this year? Tiger. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, uh, no, I mean, obviously, I'm, I'm disappointed that he wasn't healthy, but I'm happy that he didn't, he didn't get involved in, and kind of rush it back. But I guess disappointment, probably Ricky. You yeah. stole him. What's that? You stole my guy. Oh. I'm sorry. That's why I, I'm, pro- I'm sorry. Yeah, Ricky, um, you know, I think maybe it was the joggers, maybe it was the high tops. I, I don't really know. But uh, something seemed to have kind of changed from a year or two before. Um, what, what is it when he won uh, was top five in all four majors or whatnot? Um, two years. Didn't ago. think he. Yeah, didn't have. It's so like for me, it's like you know he made the caddy, he made the Ryder Cup team because he was on the task force and obviously performed well on it. But you know, there, there's a lot of things that you know you I want to see more out of out of him at least. Totally agree. And Chris, you, you agree with that pick? Yeah, I was, I was looking at Ricky. Um, just obviously just the big, like Dan said, coming two years ago off of top four or top fives in all four majors, you're really expecting him to kind of like, all right, he's been there, he's felt it, he's ready to break through, and then kind of just um, not much there. I know I know a lot of people were disappointed in Spieth's year, but, I mean, if we're being honest with each other, he really had like an above-average year. He just dropped from number one in the world to number five, and one three times and everything else that happened. But yeah, I think Ricky has to be the one um, just kind of scrolling down through the world golf rankings. Uh, I mean, Kevin Kisner from a fantasy golf team standpoint, really let me down. Um, <laughs> uh, happy bond rat was a, was a disappointment as well. Uh, but yeah, if I, if I had to pick um, Rory, even if, if, if wow. four months of the year didn't happen, Rory was like 
he was gone forever. If you would, if, if before he went nuts and decided to show everybody like, Hey guys, I'm still awesome. I can putt one every once in a while and I'm still the best player in the world. So, um, but yeah, Ricky's my guy. Yeah. I, I can't disagree with that. Actually. I was one of those speed guys for, for a little bit, but you're right. I mean, all things considered, he had a pretty damn good year. I mean, certainly better than average. And, uh, that's saying a lot for these guys. So, all right, I can, I can I can dig Ricky in terms of being the biggest disappointment. Um, so Chris, staying with you, what would you say uh, was the me- the most memorable moment in a major this year? I think I, I teased it a little bit with the first answer. I think that final round um, at Royal Troon had to be had to be like the best stroke play um, round of the year. Just watching Phil and Stenson um, just go back and forth at each other. Uh, I was listening to the No Laying Up podcast this morning. They had Bones, which is great, uh, talking about how Jake Nichols over at the 15th Club put together some some just crazy metric that that only he can come up with to to um, determine who played the best major round ever. And Phil was something like fifth all time with his his runner up to Stenson, who was second only behind Tiger at Pebble. Yeah. So I mean, you get you get two historically great. Um, or major performances in the same day. Um, everything kind of just worked out perfectly for that to kind of go head to head, and obviously sucks for Phil to have to lose, but um, a big a big breakthrough for Stenson. So yeah, that would, the final round of Troon would be my my major moment. Yeah, I, I would agree that any moment that includes Phil Mickelson losing is probably the best for me. Um, Dan, you go <laughs> next in terms of uh, what was your most memorable major moment? Major moment, uh, obviously the the. I mean, Chris, uh, <laughs> the, 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 the sense and Phil thing obviously was, was incredible, but I mean, I wouldn't, uh, my favorite, one of my favorite moments was, um, well, DJ playing the last, however many hole, last six holes, whatever it was, not knowing what the, what the score was, who was in the lead and then, uh, and then getting called the wrong name or something at the end of it. The whole USGA thing was my favorite moment of, of a major this year. <laughs> that's strong. All, yeah, and you can't forget, I mean, Spieth at Augusta, that's a huge moment too. Oh, for well, sure. Uh, yeah, that, that, that also, I, I, yeah. I, Spieth, at, Spieth, at, Spieth anywhere, as long as he finishes the round within 12 hours, is fine with me. <laughs> oh god yeah it's it's just so bad the the pace of play but anyway so a couple more for you guys uh and then i'll let you guys get back to work uh so dan um who was your least favorite player this year for any reason uh not named sergio garcia oh, oh. um uh, Jay- uh, well, I'll go. I'll go. Jason Day, uh, oh, world yeah. number current world current world number one. Is that is that correct? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. He's my. I mean, everything is. A, he's like the biggest hyper contract I've ever ever ran into. Could you imagine Tiger? Imagine Tiger being world number one and telling people that he's got a cold and that he can't work that hard to or whatever the case. Yeah. Uh, my biggest pet. Peeve, I guess, is is just making excuses and bringing all this stuff up, and half of the stuff I, uh, and then don't even get me started on Dash. There's a whole <laughs> plethora of things that go into Jason Day that, while I think he's incredible and it's so much fun to watch, it's also a lot of fun to give him give him some grief. 
yeah, he's kind of that guy, that relative that calls you during the holidays just to tell you what's wrong with him. Like that would that would be Jason Day <laughs> right? in, in, in a nutshell. Uh, I think I'm just gonna on a whim here auto, uh, automatically rename this this particular award the Bubba Watson Excuse Award. So Jason Day is is Dan's pick. Chris, who would you say wins the uh, Bubba Watson Excuse Award for 2016? Okay, well first things first, um, we need to lay off Sergio. He's the best. Oh, um, but for my pick, I mean, maybe it's a little bit of recency bias over what's happened the last few days, but um, it's also fantasy golf related again, just because I'm self-absorbed and it's Ian Poulter just because he sucks, period, point blank, um, trying to get another guy fired this week. Got the one guy fired from FAU, I think, Yep. where, where, where our boy Lane Kiffin's heading now, Joey Freshwater, but um <laughs> But yeah, so Poulter, just for being Poulter and his convenient excuses and all this other bullshit he does, um, him bitching about how his wife has to take care of their kids with no nanny for 10 hours, like like welcome to everybody else's life, right. um, getting the one guy fired for, uh, for yelling at his ball to go in the water, stop being a dick and people will stop yelling at your ball, um, and then this most recent stuff going on, like lashing out that cameraman, that was, it was pretty benign but it was funny to watch him go three out of the bunker and make an eight um so yeah Poulter. He, didn't even, he, didn't, he didn't even play all year and then he's still your least favorite that's 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 another thing Poulter's convenient toe injury that literally kept him out only until after the Ryder cup because he wasn't going to make the team um how can oh. speaking about convenient injuries yeah the most timely <laughs> injury in the world was yeah with the, the perfect timetable to take him a week after the Ryder cup god he's he's the fucking worst i, I, mm-hmm. I can't i cannot fucking stand him anyway all right so good picks there guys and uh, i got one more question uh, for the both of you and chris i'll stick with you for this one and this is not necessarily an award but really just a uh, me being nosy um, how much is the most money you've won or lost on the golf course um it would kind of have to be like a, a week long golf trip kind of thing, um, just where you you put up I don't know put up a hundred or two hundred bucks, and then play for it over the course of a couple of days. And I mean, I don't know. I'm not like breaking the bank over here or anything like that. But most money I've ever won in like one round, kind of just like on our, our Sunday game, um, we did skins and a game or whatever. We won the game, and I won three or four skins, and I made something like. 175 bucks something like that maybe that's a good that's a good pool and that's that's a very respectable number chris i appreciate that i'm probably very similar now let's turn back to the derelict dan uh, Dan, <laughs> I, know, I know you're a gambling man uh same question most you've won or lost on a golf course well for me i uh, i don't know for gambling you gotta have money to to be able to gamble um allegedly which i don't allegedly. <laughs> allegedly right um but i'd say i'd say the most i've won on the golf course was was literally like a hundred dollars that's it oh. and the, the most i've ever lost on a golf course was literally that same round a hundred dollars interesting <laughs> big swing there. i like that yeah just yeah it wasn't it wasn't. It wasn't. It was. It was during a bachelor party. It just wasn't pretty. So, um, so, so, anyways, yes. But, but I generally just measure my game by height. That's really all I do. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. All right, fellas. Well, I'm gonna let you guys get out of here, and I want to appreciate. I appreciate both of you for coming on the uh, on the show on some short notice. Uh, Chris Cheney, you can find him on Twitter at wrong underscore fairway, and Dan Beer. 
B I E R. Thank you for correcting me yes. many weeks ago. Uh, <laughs> how, you, how you pronounce that? Uh, you can find him. Well, we got there. a lot of lot of catching up to do, Adam. <laughs> we certainly do, and we'll have you back on the show as well, and Chris also. And you can follow Dan on uh, Twitter at Two Inches Short. Uh, gentlemen, thanks again, and uh, we'll do it again soon. Sounds good, Adam. Thanks, Thank you, Adam. Man.